Hello, everyone. And today we're starting our tricking podcast. Me, Vasily Tatarnikov, and William Thomas Conis uh, started uh, with the both sides. Me from Russia, you from USA. We have a 12, 12 hours uh, jet lag, time lag. And uh, yeah. I think we, this will be great. We will uh, invite guests in the future podcasts. Yep. Talk more about the future of tricking, how it's how it how it uh, begins, and how you can even imagine how it would be. So let's introduce ourselves for the for the beginning, for the very beginning. Okay. So who are you and who are you? All from? right. So my name is William Thomas Conies, but for the most part, the tricking community knows me as Will Coney's. Um, I was born and raised in the United States, uh, more specifically Arlington, Virginia. I now live in Alexandria, Virginia, which is about five minutes away. Um, I've been tricking for, I want to say just about officially about 15 years now, somewhere in that area. Um, oh, no way. Really? To, I, I, so I, I officially, I started in 2006. Officially, yep. I started in 2006, and uh -huh. um, unofficially, I mean, I was backyard tricking, you know, from like, what, 2000, 2000, eh, 2000, like, yeah, around 2000 era, so around 2000, <laughs> so that's when I started, like, getting, like, kind of deeper into it, um, but yeah, it's been about, uh, been about a little, a little under 15 years, I want to say, just about. But after the backyard... Huh? How it was like uh, you? Yeah. So after the backyard, I got into martial arts when I was fifteen, sixteen. So mm -hmm. um, that's where it started officially. That's where it, the tricking journey started officially. Um, you know, I started martial arts then, and then you know I started off with my team CFC because they were initially they were the ones to show me what tricking actually was, and I didn't really know what it was, so. Yep. You know, I was kind of just doing the flips and doing the kicks and not really understanding like there was an actual term for it and there was actual names for the movements. So, you know, I started martial arts with my team. Um, you know, that's where I met some of, you know, my family now. Uh, my boy Javier, his sister Gabby, their brother Renee, Scarlett, uh, Asadio, her sister Carla, their brother Franco, my master Emerson Doyle. Um, some other names, my boy, Josh Bunch, you know, we, <laughs> you know, we all like, that's, that's where I started. That's where I got my start at, you know? And ever since then, it's just been, you know, just, whew, it just took off, you know? Maybe there was some video, there was some Jackie Chan action movie or something. How do you... And there was, there was, and that's a great point. Cause we've actually had this, you and I have had this conversation before too. Um, so initially what started my love of, you know, just martial arts in general was me and my grandfather watching movies at the age of like, when I was like three, watching videos like late at night, um, watching Jackie Chan films. And then me watching yeah. Sonic at, you know, <laughs> in the morning and then no way. watching the Power Rangers for the first time in like 1995 when they first came out. And then like me automatically wanting to just go do a backflip off of a tree and that's what started like that's where it all just took out i literally like that first backflip off of a tree and fail was what started like my passion for for martial arts and ever since then it just, just kept going 
and I didn't get to do that. And I, and I, like I said, I just started doing everything that I saw mm-hmm. on TV, you know, cause the internet wasn't really a thing. And you know, it was the early nineties, yeah. dude. It was like all you, this isn't like now where everybody sits on their iPads and computers and tablets and phones. No, in the nineties, you went outside and played. You didn't need, you didn't have a choice. You went outside and played, <laughs> you played yep. in the dirt, you played on the grass, like, and you know, it, that's where it all started. I was just tumbling on like concrete and blacktop and grass. Like everything was just wild. Like it was all like super duper wild. So, I mean, it's just been a lifelong kind of thing. So, you know, it's been a lifelong kind of, it's been a lifelong love. And I've been very grateful and very blessed to, you know, be able to have that now, you know, as I'm older, as I'm 31 now. So it's been beautiful. Wow. So I actually, I have one, uh, <clears throat> one story about the, not martial arts, but about the flipping in my childhood. <laughs> it's, okay, it's, it's, right. it's really, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny because I have the scar right here. <laughs> Tricking battle wounds. I know them well. I know them well. <laughs> Yeah, I, I try one uh, on the English, but uh, excuse me for my like really mm, poor English because uh, no any practicing in a, in a years actually after the school after the university. So uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, I was in uh, uh, daycare. Uh, I think ki- that's what it is. Yeah, or, yeah, or, like, or like you have like daycare and like school like little uh schools yeah no, yes I don't yes kids daycare so i really love the uh, mortal uh mortal combat uh, action movie <laughs> and uh, oh. <laughs> i have uh the video videotape on the vhs and uh there was the i, I think there was a second movie actually Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a guy who just ran, and uh, there was a some table or something, yeah. but really low. And the guy just uh, jump over it, do the uh, front flip, yeah. and go and 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 run. And I was like, okay, okay, I, me the kid, oh, I was like, you know, okay, kid, okay, okay I'm ready. Think, you think, yo, I, I can do that easy? That's not hard. I don't know. There was a chair like. Uh, 20 centimeters yeah. <laughs> or, or, or something like this and I was like okay I'm ready for my first front flip and I like I'm concentrated I'm ready uh, actually I think I uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready I wasn't something like okay 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 but right now I'm talking like, I'm talking story like this <laughs> so uh, you know, in Russia, uh, in the daycares, uh, after the USSR, there was something like a uh, very metal um, uh, uh, yeah, I think like something like th- there was a door or something. Right. Imagine this. Uh, very small room. In the middle, there is a chair and in one meter, there was uh, like 
there was something like door uh-huh. and with the with the this angle like 19 degrees yeah, yeah, metal, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. and i was like it's safety yeah i i i'm thinking about it and i'm ready for the frontly so, getting your mind ready for it yeah like like right now i'm doing the tricks <laughs> at the gym so okay i need to concentrate and this and that so uh, i will run like this uh and there was a chair i was i just jump on it trying to do something i don't know actually what is actually was yeah but you know like there was my leg and the the chair like like flip like oh Oof. and i, and I was like, like uh, I was like Superman, like this, oh. and, <laughs> thing, and I just fly yeah, on I it. it. Yeah, everything was in the blood. Everything, you know. <laughs> Next thing I remember, hospital with my uh, with with some with, with some nurse yeah. with some. They carry call to, to my father. He asks from the from his employer, like, can I go home? My yeah. <laughs> my kid my kid my kid is injured and I need to save him. <laughs> I remember I remember the thing like uh, in your head. Yup, I know that feeling. Yep. yep. Yeah, yep. uh, and uh, first, very first uh, question to my father was like, uh, "Okay, father, ha- uh, can we watch the Mortal Kombat uh, w- once more? Because uh, something I was wrong about it, <laughs> the front flip." <laughs> and he said, "Okay." Honestly, I get that too. I get it too. I, I've I've done that too. I've done that so where like I'm looking at something and I'm like, I got it. And then it doesn't work and I get hurt. And I'm like, wait, I need to watch this one more time because I, I, I thought I had it and I, maybe I missed something. So you got to go back and restudy that entire clip all over again. That's where you first learned. That's where, like I said, I feel like that's when trick, like that's where triggers first learned how to like rewatch their clips. When you were trying something really stupid and then they're just like, wait, let me go back and fix that. And it wasn't even for our own stuff. It was for movies and everything else. And you know that. I feel like that's just a great thing. Like that's a great time. Like because it's 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 the moment where we knew we wanted to do the most wild and craziest things that you shouldn't probably be doing, but you know you're gonna do it anyway. So I mean, yeah. I, I, I absolutely get it. Right now we have a really. Uh... One of the best possibility to <laughs> sorry for my like <laughs> Russian accent like, like very very uh, right now it's a very good times to start drinking actually because the technologies uh, just helped us to record the videos record the uh, record something and put it into the internet and after that others can can be motivated by you by you and you can be uh you can be the coach you can be the like gymnast uh, yeah. tricker parkour guy and it just doesn't matter who you are you can start tricking right now exactly. easily there is a lot of gyms there is a lot of stuff you can watch you can learn you can ask you can just text to the real conies <laughs> right now. And... You absolutely can. Like, and that's the thing. And I, you know, yeah, and I absolutely agree. Because I do think, 
right now is probably one of the best times to be tricking and to learn tricking because not only do you have the technology to record yourself, to, to, to watch clips, to watch samplers and stuff like that, yeah. but the innovation and just the amount of training that everybody is doing right now is yep. growing exponentially because, you know, I'll, I'll say it like, I think for the last, maybe, I think for the last maybe five years, there's been a little bit of a stagnant kind of plateau in the tricking community. There's only a few people really doing bigger things and kind of coming up with new ideas. Yeah, but actually uh, in the breakdancing, in the capoeira, in uh, in many various other uh, other communities about the sport, about uh, yeah. something they need to be fit, strong, uh, doing flips and something like that. Right. And, I, and that's the thing. Like, and I think within those communities, there's also been kind of a, 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 a jump in just kind of like where they like how they train being healthier, kind of mm -hmm. like really putting in a lot more to what they're doing. And I think tricking now, I think tricking has been kind of having that little bit of a balance. And then within the last year or two, I think that's also skyrocketed because of the simple fact that while everything has been shut down, trickers have been trying yep. to find ways to train. They've been trying to get healthy, rehabbing from injuries and change into like just they're tricking power level and the growth you know yep and it's and it's a beautiful thing it's a very beautiful thing and you now have the ability to train with people who you may not have been able to train with beforehand you know people are becoming we're, we're, we're witnessing new legends and new innovative styles being created right now and it's a great thing to see you know you've got the older legends who are still tricking and, you know, a, a good bit of them are still tricking and still helping and still in the community, but you're now witnessing the birth of the next wave of trickers. And I can say that exactly. because I've witnessed different waves of trickers as I've been alive and seeing tricking, you know what I mean? So for me, it's always beautiful to see the next generation come up, but it's especially more beautiful now to see the level of the next generation coming up because it's not how like we saw like the kind of the, the, the kind of standard progression line happening. No, we're seeing it go from like this to this in such a short amount of time. And it's so beautiful to see it. It's beautiful to see it. You know, I, I'm excited. There was a guy uh, when we shoot a documentary uh, about tricking, uh, I can be a hero. There's a uh, one more story I can tell, like really, really a long time. Right. But uh, le le let's uh, think about this thesis. So uh, there was a guy in Moscow, uh, Alexander uh, Alexander Rizhov, okay. and he say like, uh, there is a one, two, or maybe three years, I need to think about this thesis to actually understand what, what, what is he saying? Because mm -hmm. he's saying like, uh, every generation of trickers, uh, needs 
less time to understand how to uh, flip easily, how yeah. to do, uh, how to add more flips in in one jump and something like this. I was like, what? Like, like uh, there was 10 years ago, for example, uh, less gyms and that's all. But actually, he's saying like, uh, for example, there was uh, three Amigas after the new generation like Aiden Kennedy or something mm -hmm. and right now we have one more new generation uh, like yeah and uh, there was a guy who did a Ashley said said to me like there was a guy who did first dub in the very first year of tricking yeah and I was like what and I was thinking like how it's even can be possible and uh, his opinion and my opinion right now also is like when you start to do some new sport it's like inventing the new tricks and when you invent in something you can't uh, like for example the tony hawk and the um, mm -hmm. skateboarding yes yeah so uh, you have uh, you have a deck and you have the yeah the the, uh, the the trucks the wheels yeah and your body what you can do with this one you can flip it like this you can try to flip it like this what next hmm let's think about this one and the guy started to invent some tricks but uh the first guy who did uh, the process of invention uh, of the new trick yeah. it's like uh, spending the hours like up to 100 hours yeah. 100s uh, of hours to to invent it after that he go to some guy and say okay you need to put your leg like this and did uh, this one and after that uh, the guy like mm-hmm and he spent like 10 hours after that, this guy will teach some other kids, other young boys and nice. girls. And uh, he said like, okay, this leg here and there uh, and, and, and like this one hour. That's it. Yeah. And you know, and, and that's honestly, and that's honestly and absolutely very true. Like if you take tricking, like I said, in it's whole 10 to 15 years ago, you know, People were doing, Snapu was considered the holy grail of things. Snapu, dubs, you know, cheat heads, all of that was considered upper echelon type movements. Now those are considered like, kind of like kindergarten slash like first grade type of stuff. And it's so, so wild. Cause you know, I, I'll say this. Cause like I, when I started, was right around the time where tricking was still pretty much like you didn't really know about it unless you were a martial artist or unless you knew martial artists. And yep. that was back when it was still on, it was still like being done at tournaments off to the side on like mm -hmm. mats and like concrete covered carpet. And you had people like Jeremy Marinas, like Daniel Graham, Seshomaru, Luke Broadlick, uh, Anthony, Anthony Atkins, you know, just certain, you know, just those names alone hold so much history. You know, you had 
the legendary team loop kicks, you know? Yes. Yeah, dude, like, used to see them, like, to train with them at a NASCAR tournament was the epitome of tricking back in the day. And now you train, like, now it's like training with people like, you know, Tiki Wu and, you know, Jose <laughs> and Michael Guthrie and Aiden Kennedy and, um, you know, like, like Mons, Court Corkson, you know, people like that. Like, now you train yeah. with them. Now you train with them in just such a regular setting. You train with them in such a regular way that it's not even like, it's a big deal, but you realize that like, these are people that are doing these wild ass things and these crazy things. And it's just like, back then that would have been like, you would have been like at the table. Like you would have been at like the top. And I'm not gonna lie, like, and it's still like that now, but it's so much more regular and it's so much yep. more in, like just calming and it's natural. And mm -hmm. not only that, but the progression of tricking back then to now has also skyrocketed because you have, like I said, people doing like, you know, box cutters and double B twist. And like I said, stuff like that to where it was like, that was enough to shut down a session. You know, that was enough to shut down the entire session. And like, everybody would be losing their minds to a point now where like, when somebody does a double B twist, it's just like, okay, now let's variate it. Let's, let's, let's add to it. And I'm just like, you know, it, it's wild to see that, you know, and, and I'll, I'll be honest. I think, one of the craziest things that I saw that I've seen within the last maybe two or three years mm -hmm. isn't so much the tricks themselves, but it's like the rate of progression. And I'll, I'll take this, I'll, I'll use this ex as an example. Let's, so let's, let's take, let's take Shosei. And it was funny because I actually saw this in Kyle Skelly's video. Shosei himself is a prime example of tricking progression skyrocketing this man from yep. like the time he was like what nine seven or eight to like the time he turned like 12 or 13 he was on a regular progressive scale and then one year is all it took for that to go from like <laughs> a three to a nine and a half to the point where yep. this man was breaking tricking limits in a year and a half, it's nonsense, but it's it, it it makes perfect sense because it was only a matter of time before, you know, it was only a matter of time before the progression just skyrocketed. It, it's it's, and I know a lot of people like to put it like a lot of people like to a lot of trickers like to put it this way. It, I'll take I'll, it. It accumulates to Dragon Ball Z in an anime reference because you had Goku who spent most of his life training power level, power leveling up his sons almost immediately surpassed that. Yep. And that's what it is. And to the point now you have like, not even just Shosei, like you have people like Shosei, Ethan Turner, um, Levi Borrego, Borrego. I just finished. Yep. I just watched uh, Levi's new sampler. Bot tricking just dropped Levi's sampler. This kid mm -hmm. literally is just like doing the stupidest things, and it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like you know, kids like <laughs> oh, and, and let me let me let me just bring it back. Ilya, when Ilya came on the circuit, Jesus 
Like, I don't think, I think, I think everybody at that point was like, where the hell did this kid come from? You know? And it's just funny to see cases like that, where the progression goes from like, Oh, I'm a, you know, I'm just going to do, I'm going to land my first double B twist and it's dope to the point where this man's doing, you're just doing quads. Like, all right, what do I do next? You know, that's crazy. <laughs> that shit's crazy. Like, I mean, how do you, like, you're talking about like, uh, the gatherings, Uh, like, uh, when, when you and Ilya met or you and Aiden met or Chausse met. When I met Aiden, so here's the funny thing that I don't, I don't think a lot of people know this. Like I've known Aiden, like I've known Aiden Kennedy since he was like seven. I have said this from the very beginning, Aiden Kennedy was going to grow up to become a straight monster in the game. And I battled him. It, at a martial arts tournament, um, it was called uh, Americake. This was back when I was I was still competing in the Oscar tournament. Aiden Kennedy was seven. This kid was like small, really shy, didn't really say too much, but you know he 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 put it, he put himself out there, and he beat me at seven years old. This man beat me seven years. Yes, and I and I admit to that. Like I'm, and I, and at the time, like me and his mom were talking and she asked me a question. because I had known, I, because Aiden trained with, um, a martial arts school, martial posture, who's run by Ish Payne. Mm -hmm. I've known them for years. Great people. They've raised a ton of martial artists, including, um, Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter came out of that, you know, and we all know him. Trichadelphia, Ish Payne and, um, you know, all of those guys, all those guys down there, you know, like. It, it was just great. And I remember his mother, his mother coming after his mother coming up to me afterwards. And his mother was like, Will, can I ask you a question? I was like, Yeah, sure. What's up? She's like, Did you let Aiden win? I was like, Hell no. I ain't let that kid win. There was no way in hell I was gonna let him win. She was like, Okay. And I and I told her, and I was like, at that point, I was like, nah, he's a monster. He's a beast. And I and I will to this day forever say, like, that was when I knew. When he beat me, I knew he was going to be a monster. And I was proven right. I was proven correct. And Aiden Kennedy to this day is still one of my favorite triggers to watch. His cleanliness is on point. His weapon work on point. The fact that this man battles like a freaking monster. Like he is this, he's the most unassuming person at times. But when he steps foot on that floor, nah, it's a whole different that's like It's like raw. It's like like the monster just comes out of nowhere. It is great. It's great to see it, you know? Yeah, he's really technical. Love looking at it. Like there are times where I'm just like wondering, like, yo, like nah. He's very stretched stretched up. His extension is without a doubt the best in the game. I'm I, I'll say it. Like I, I, that yeah. I mean his his extension and his technical just work is literally top mm -hmm, tier. Mm -hmm absolute top tier how to grow the champion okay this question will be the best now that now that is a very that is a very broad question but i think we can answer this so growing a champion okay. in, in terms of are we saying a champion or are we saying like an, a high level athlete so if yes. you're saying a high level athlete in the tricking community i would say that there are many different factors that follow into that being that you know, making sure that you kind of have a place to train at, or, you know, you're able to utilize space to train. 
And then two, I would say like one of the biggest things is having a community because yes, you can always train by yourself, but I think having a community will further to push you upper into that upper echelon of trickers. Because if you think about it, like I said, like a lot of people, even if they didn't have such a big community, they had at least a small enough community and friends and people to help them once they got to that point. Um, I think in order to become a top tier tricker, you have to one, really understand that for you to get to that level, you have to be dedicated. Now, I think the dedication, because I think the dedication in itself is very, very necessary. You have to be dedicated to anything that you do if you want to be top level, as (laughs) well as the mentality of, you know, you, I would say the mentality of understanding that you may make it, you may not, but the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. You know what I mean? And like I said, I think, and I also, I think you also have to have a little bit of craziness because tricking is not for the men is not for this. I don't want to say it's not for the same people, but it is, you know, it, you have a level, you have a level of like crazy in a good way. Like you want to explore the deep so, depths of human movement and oh. how we can make uh, fuck internet like how we can make things you know happen you know mm-hmm. i think that's a big thing you know from a personal perspective i think you have to really i think it's just a matter of legacy you have you you have to really want it you have to really want it and you have to be willing to push yourself to that limit and push yourself to that point yeah. um now that also goes to say that you know there are times when you won't make it and there are different reasons why you may or may not be at that upper level, you know, and that's okay. That's perfectly fine too. I think okay. it's just depending on how you are as a person and how you really want to go into it. Um, and I, and I say this because, so I'll say this one, I'll say this much. And there's, I'm, I'm going to use this okay, one. Okay, okay. I'm going to use this one, this one example. Um, it, any of the tricking community knows who this kid is. No excuses. Now, no excuses kid was, and I, and I don't remember his name. And if you are listening to this, please, you know, help me out with the name. I forgot it. My bad. But no excuses was known by everyone for the specific fact that this man, he was on the bigger side, but that never stopped him from tricking. This man was doing B twist, cart fools, like 540 hook, like this man was going in shout out to no, to no excuses. Like re- let him rest in peace, you know, but he, <laughs> he wasn't doing like dub dubs. He wasn't doing dub trips, you know, stuff like that. He was known because he never gave up. He made it so that there was no excuse for you not to be doing what you want to do for any reason at all. And that for me is one of the biggest things saying that, you know, if you want to be higher level, it's all depending on how much you want to put into it because you may not be known for like the biggest level tricks. You may be known for your personality, for your heart, for your spirit. And that's why I say, like, you know, put it in there because you, you may not be worldwide, but you may be known in your community. In my opinion, there is like, there is a few options you need to Mm -hmm. know about 
tricking and how to grow the tricking beast. Uh, the first one, there is uh, like, as you, um, as much you age it and started to tricks uh, to do tricks, uh, the more things you think you will never, never, and it's about the mentality. You will never did, you you, you will never do, and uh, it's impossible to do. Like uh, right now, me, it's twenty uh, seven, uh, and I'm right now like okay, I can do the backflip, but can I? even imagine that I can be the double backflip. Yeah. I was, I'm really scared about this one, but every time I'm a photographer and I'm a, uh, when I go to the sports uh, photo session at some trampoline guys and uh, some, some gyms uh, around Russia and something, there was a really young kids that do the double backflips, triple backflips. And I was like, that's insane because uh, you, could, you, you know, like they're, they're ment- mentally, a- they have no fear or they've, 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 they have no fear. Exactly. And that's also, and I actually do agree with that. I do agree with that because when you're that young and you see something and you do it and you realize that it's possible. Yeah. Your brain is going to be like, all right, I'm going to start doing. Everything. Okay. I can do this. Oh yeah. Like, like me uh, at the childhood who want to do the front flip, uh, in the, my kindergarten, you know, exactly, you know? exactly. And we've all been there and we've all done that. So I think yeah. in terms of age, I think even at an older age, you can trick, but yeah, you definitely have a little bit more reserve cause you don't want to get hurt. You don't want to get injured. You, you have kinda, like, <laughs> You have some uh, mental uh, barriers yes. you built uh, to yourself, actually. And this is about the psychology. This is about the um, mental power of yourself. Uh, because when you have no any coach, no one, like back in the days, uh, 10 years ago, 12, uh, like 15 years ago, there was a young boys yeah. like like any others. Uh, they tried to do something like some flips from the from the parents' backyards yeah. and something like this. And they they just uh, look for a Jackie Chan. They was looking for some uh, action movies and they trying to do like them because they saw it's 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 possible but actually uh there was no any like uh computer uh like uh, cg computer graphics like uh 15 yeah no, like, like, yeah, no, no, i get you i get you like yeah, and that's yeah, the thing yeah. like yeah like no i get that like and like i said i think to be completely honest i think nowadays like Kids are still that fearless, but they have a lot more to work with because now that we have the ability to show them what it looked like, they know what not to do early on versus like with us, we had to figure out what not to do. And the only way we could figure that out was by getting hurt. Um, Yes. I do believe, you know, one of the other big things to being a top level, you know, tricker is, you know, I think that you have to put yourself out there. I think a lot of people are afraid to put themselves out there because they're going to look stupid or they're, you know, not going to be taken seriously or they're, you know, they're scared. 
and and to all of those people out there who think that you can't be a top level tricker because you're not doing like dub dubs and trips, dude, excuse my language, but F that. Okay. F that you can be yeah, like one of the greatest trickers in the world. Even if you're doing like basic kicks, if you make them your own and you make them sharp, you make them like crisp, you make them saucy. You give them everything that you have. You can be known in the best. You can be known as one of the best in the world. All for that reason alone. Like, it's just oh, a matter of how right. much you put yourself out there. Right now, I'm thinking about to combine a few sites. Uh, like, uh, we started from the, um, for example, skateboarding. Yep. So, so, let's think about the bodybuilding, body yes? So, when you, when you want to be the Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, you need to uh, have a healthy nutrition, yep. uh, you need to train a lot. You need to uh, to train a lot. You need to be the stable mentally, actually. Uh, but a, a bit uh, a bit wild about the gym, about the well, weights, yeah. because uh, your goal to be the one of the biggest one muscle man and something like yeah, this. No, I get that. And I get that. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, actually, right now, my mom uh, have some have some troubles with the heart have some troubles with the uh thrombosis with in in a uh, how yeah, to say it yeah uh, i understand i understand that all of the medicine uh, says like you can't lift any weights you need to uh take a rest a lot but there's a they saying it because Uh, when you have this diagnosis, mm -hmm. you are like, uh, you need to take care about uh, your body. Right. But if, if we think more about it, uh, something that brings you to this level of, uh, this level of disease, It's like your nutrition, your low-level activity, mm -hmm. your uh, mental uh, mentality, and so on and so on. Right. And when my mother uh, asked, like, what I can do with uh, with myself to live longer or something, I'm saying, like, you need to eat uh, well and just not just like one day per. Yeah. Yes, it's it's about to build the. The no, system. and I get that. And I think, oh. you know, that also is something for trickers that, yeah, they can actually work on is having a better diet, you know, having a better, um, having a better way of going about like, you know, recovery and rehab. I know that, um, recently trick strong, which I've, you know, I've known that, that, you know, Neil, um, has always been really good about that like neil is a great guy he just started trick strong rx now that honestly i feel like is a great place for trickers to start off with especially now for the recovery game rehab um nutritional facts you know as as well as being able to work with you know injuries because as trickers we have the ability to do so much power and so much stuff but that also comes at a price which means we damage and injure things far easier and far quicker than I think most other people do. 
and just because, you know, we don't want to stop. And the problem with that is, is that like, it is going to affect us later on in life. It's going to affect us hard. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a very, I am guilty of that hard. Like my ass does not sit down when I need to. I probably, this is, so the pandemic this year is probably the uh -huh. longest time where I was not training. I don't think I've taken an actual break for longer than maybe I want to say a week or so. And I realized that when I actually took a break and, you know, rehab and stretched and, you know, did a lot of things, yeah, it helped my body out. And my body started recovering faster and it started becoming a little bit easier to handle. We definitely need to take better care of our bodies, especially like the older triggers. Like I am by no means one of the older trigger. I guess I am an older trigger because I'm 31. So in a sense, I am an older trigger, but like, you know, guys like Mateo, like Mateo, I think just turned 38. He had an yeah. ACL surgery, if I'm not mistaken. And he's getting back into it. But this man also has a very regular diet. He trains, you know, very smart. He takes care of his body. And I think the younger generation now can definitely take from that. I'm not going to lie. You know, it is a little bit more difficult for me, but I also feel like I'm reaching my peak power levels right now. Like this is yep. like the second peak power. And this is like the true peak power levels because yep. within the last, what couple of weeks, maybe four, three or four months, I've hit things that I've never, that have never been consistent before. Mm -hmm. They have never been consistent. And that comes from stretching, you know, working out a little bit more. I don't weight lift like that because it's just a personal preference, but trying to eat a little bit better, stretching, get a little bit more of like my diet back on shape. So, you know, it's just, it's very wild to see this and it's very wild to like understand that. And I think now that needs to be more of a thing. And like I said, tricking RX is one of those great places now for trickers that I would highly suggest you going towards as well as a lot of trickers are now becoming like nutritionists. They're becoming massage therapists. They're becoming, um, PTs, uh, I know, you know, exactly. Exactly. you know, and, you know, I know a few, I know a lot of trickers right now that are doing that work, um, you know, and I highly, I highly recommend that trickers as a whole start looking into that a lot, especially the younger generation coming in now, because that will definitely help you out. There is a bodybuilding and tricking. You can combine that. Uh, oh, the... Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't, you so you mean like weightlifting and tricking in itself, like coming together? No, you're absolutely very right about that. Yeah, uh, when you connect these two big things about the sport, actually, you are uh, about to how how the sport in the world, uh, how the worldwide sport is growing, actually, because like let's start with the with the skateboarding. There was a Tony Hawk, there was a lot of other guys, but Tony Hawk was the, like right now, it's a, a very old man, but he's, a, he, he did a huge thing for uh, the whole community. Yeah. Uh, let's let's uh, talk about a lot of uh, like guys who started to do the bodybuilding or calisthenics. But uh, like for example, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger was the 
was the main figure uh, with the Joe Wader who did did a thing, the whole thing. Like uh, they write the books, they write, uh, they shoot a lot of uh, documentaries, they shoot a lot of uh, action movies, and and so on and so on. Every time these type of guys. Uh, just slowly raising with uh, uh, some gatherings. After that, they win, uh, win or lose some of them. After that, they are businessmen. They are doing their career in TV, in the yeah. action movies, and so on and so. So I, when I was thinking about how to how to help actually uh, tricking community. Uh, 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 th there was an answer I like. Uh, but now, now, see, that's where it's difficult. And so the reason I think the reason why it's difficult is because tricking in itself is not. It, it's ready for that, but it's not ready for that because you have such a very big divide on tricking <laughs> should have like that kind of representation that all the other sports do versus yeah. being kind of more of the underground kind of like we don't want corporations in it type of thing. And the thing is, is that there have been attempts at it. There have been attempts at it and they've not gone completely well. With these little baby steps, we can both, we, we can together build a very uh, community like skateboarding, like UFC, like any other, because like I think with our, our podcast, with our, our with other podcast about the tricking, it's about to uh, burn more uh, minds about the tricking is the actual sport will like growing and growing and after ten years uh, and. Yes, and, no, yeah, no, after, after. and I think, like I said, with, with podcasts and everybody talking about it and, and you just events happening, I think it will grow that. I do still think that we're a far ways off, mainly for mm -hmm. the simple fact that like we haven't, we still haven't been able to figure out a balance because again, you still have a majority of the community that's not for making it like a sport sport versus yes. making versus the community that is for making it. And I think, like I said, there's always going to be a bit of a division on that. And I think we're still a couple years, if not like maybe within the next decade from finding a balance where if people want to do that, they can, if people don't, they don't have to, but you know, it's, it's hard. And I don't know personally, I think everybody should do what makes them happy. If they want to like, make it a sport if they want to do it in a sport setting they can if you don't that's also perfectly fine uh yes <laughs> I, I like i said i i really do believe that both aspects can work it's just going to be hard making them work at the current moment because at the current moment we're still in the phase of finding a balance in our own self of like how people trick and how people kind of like, you know, how communities interact and, you know, finding, yeah. you I know, mean, and I think, like I said, we need to figure that out first before we can kind of go down the route of making it of like it being like a legit sport because 
with being a legit sport also comes with like a lot of rules and a lot of regulations and we're not going to lie. Like trickers are not, we're, we don't do rules and regulations. That's the reason why tricking is the way that it is. Wait a, wait a, wait a second. But, uh, if you are like right now, the skateboarding is, uh, Olympic, uh, Olympic discipline. It is. But also, but also you can use your skateboard to just riding over no, the street. No, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Like they, it took them a long time for them to have that, that balance and that respect for the Olympic level and just the regular, like, you know, community feeling level. And even within yeah. that community, there's still some, you know, some little issues here and there. And that's where I say tricking in itself has not gotten to that point we're slowly starting to kind of build on that, but we're not there yet. And I think within the next maybe 10 years or so, if not maybe sooner, we'll find that balance. I think right now, the biggest thing for us is kind of coming to a, I guess coming to a sense of like, uh, like the actual community itself, because, you know, we're still finding new communities. We're still building new communities. Like tricking around the world, we're, you know, we're not, you know, we're still like trying to like find each other and, you know, build each other up. And, you know, I think we're still working on that. So as a, as it becoming a regular, like an actual sport, I don't think that that's going to happen within the next year or two. I think it can happen within the next decade, but we'll see. We'll see how that plays I'm, out. I'm a bit, uh, I try to, build a complex uh, overall uh, overall tricking community uh, setup uh, like uh, how, how, how it's right now it's 2021 and uh, how guys are ready how, what is about the tricking and so on and so on so uh, Let's uh, talk more, like a bit more about the kids, uh, because I have a really good example for you. Maybe uh, I'm not right. Well, no, no. Let's 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 hear the example, and we'll go into that. What we got? Uh, okay, there is a uh, yeah, this AA type uh, okay. uh, alkaline yes uh, okay. battery. So when you're a young boy, you have this one, like. Uh, there is a body. Okay. You are the parent. You go. Uh, you you pick your kid and to, uh, go to the gym and say, "Who can teach him a tricking beast?" Okay. And some someone like say, "Okay, I will try to do this, and this will be the best coach ever about the tricking." And uh, he will put mental information uh, to him like, okay, you can do this. You can, you can definitely can, you need to try this one and, and so on and so on. Uh, he will try to uh, do the splits. He will try to do the stretch. He will try to do the uh, first uh, landing uh, with the, Uh, not the hard floor, but the soft, soft one uh, at the gyms, like backflips, uh, corks, and so on and so on. Uh, first kicks and 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 so on. And so on. so uh, after all, you are growing, 
and your battery power is like uh, from the uh, low level becomes uh, the big one. Okay. But after you growing, you you go to university, you go to the other sections, you go with the depressions and yeah. so on and so on. And after all, when you are like, like for example, uh, the kid, and like for example, overall it's you. For example, or Aiden Kennedy, or Ilya, or any anyone else. Right. It's like this. It's it's not like only this one. It's like this uh, because uh, you are growing. You have uh, more power. If you stretch, if you train a lot, if your nutrition is very good and so on and so on, okay. and you are raising something. And uh, the next one I will connect, like there is a bodybuilding, there was a skateboarding, there was a tricking and here is the UFC, you know? So uh, when we think about the um, uh, UFC pro athletes, like, Connor. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, he, here is a guy like this, but he started like this. When you go to like 10 years old and go to the some gymnasts, uh -huh. they say you late. In tricking, that's not. Uh, that... In tricking, you don't have to, you don't have a time limit. Like you just have you just want need to want to have it, and that's the thing is like you know. We, we also have a different, like, this is where tricking differentiates from other sports because you don't have an age that you can bow out of. You don't have an age where like, oh, you have to stop tricking because you're too old. No, yes. you can continue yeah. tricking in any different way. Even, even gymnasts, there was a 40 year old gymnast who competed in the last Olympics. She was 40 by the age of 25. You're considered old in the gymnastics world. Like, Tricking in itself has no age limit. It's only limited by you, by you. You are the only limit. Now that's not to say that injuries can't prevent you from stopping. They can, they absolutely can. And in that case, that's something out of your control. Anything out of your control that you, you know, you can't help. But if you are able to do so, yeah, your mind is the only, you are the only thing that's going to stop you from tricking. You are the only thing that's going to yeah. stop you from yeah. not being able to trick. I mean, if you eat not much calcium and your nutrition is really poor and really bad, you will break your leg because your body needs the nutrition uh, like uh, vitamins, uh, like uh, minerals and so on and so on. Your body does need a lot to run with. And yeah, if you don't take care of it, it's going to break down on you effectively. And yeah. I think that's where now, like I said, a lot of trickers are kind of relearning how to do that is relearning to take care of their bodies um, and relearning how to become healthier and relearning how to become much more strong. And like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I do that myself. Like now I'm working on that. I'm working on being able to do that a lot better. So, you know, it is a big thing that we are working towards. And, you know, I think as time goes on, it will get better and it will get stronger.
how to say it so uh, if you watching uh, some conor mcgregor fights or something mm-hmm. you was thinking like okay there is a guy there is a guy uh, who started uh, punching fa- uh, people faces uh-huh. and after after all he he's like a multi-millionaire guy but that's not uh, that's not all the truth because he have a lot of uh, coaches Nutrition coach, uh, yeah. gra- grappling coach. Uh, to be, yeah, because to be any, yeah, to be any high level athlete like that, yeah, you're definitely gonna have to take advantage of the things that will make you that. Which means, you know, having people who understand nutrition, having people who understand, you know, your health and your, um, in the physical body, you know. And again, like I said, you know, it's tricking in itself has these things, but they're. You know, we, we kind of don't really utilize them all too much because we're, you know, we, we just tended to just do what we did and push on and push forward. And like I said, and I think now that that's becoming more of an option, people are going to start taking more advantage of it. And it's going to be in the fruits of that are going to become a lot more seen in the way that we trick and in the way that, you know, our progression goes about. Yeah, but I actually don't understand why people are still hating, still uh, like it's about uh, every every single person in the world. Actually, you know, uh, they have they know a little a little thing about the guy and trying to be the best advisor in the world for him because but he doesn't even i think we as people are just like that we are people are just like that like we we like to think that we know a lot about something or someone and we don't and it's just and it's just the way that it's presented to the world because again you can see somebody standing on top of the podium every single time but you don't know what how what what they had to do to get there. You don't know what kind of trial, what trials, what, you know, things they had to face. And granted, like I said, like we as people like to judge without knowing the full situation at times. Yes. I mean, and mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's one of those things where, like I said, like even, even now, like, you know, if you want to get to that top spot, don't you know just do you don't try to judge other people don't try to you know don't try to judge without knowing first kind of be humble in your approach be humble in what you do and it'll take you a lot farther than you know judging the next person will be you know what i mean so that that's my take on it that's my take on it when i try to um, reach that when I try to, you know, uh, we do, we do, uh, like, there is a, life is like a spiral, you know, uh, there is your, uh, there is you, uh, uh, before you was your parents, before your parents was your grandparents and so on and so on. So when I was thinking like, uh, okay, right now I, I am a guy who live in the Krasnoyarsk in Russia. My parents was uh, like there and, and, and there. My grandfather's wa- was like there and there was a World War II or something. And I like, okay, okay. And after all, uh, this spiral thing is about uh, people's reaction. Mm-hmm. 
Like, like we, we are playing, playing our own uh, action movie right now. We are every one of us playing the action movie. We're the main characters in our own movies, and yes. however much you choose to do in your life is however much your movie tends to go on, and how your movie will progress. And you know, I I absolutely get that, and I think like with trickers and with tricking in itself. Tricking in itself gives you the ability to be the superhero that you wanted to be when you didn't think you could be. Now, I also think that that's, you know, and that's the way that I see it. Like, if you're if you're going to be the character in your own movie, at least be the superhero you wanted to be. You know, build up your exactly. own, build up your own personal legend. You know what I mean? Like, I it, mean, it leaves more for, and it, and it also helps you to live your life in your own way. You know what I mean? So... When I yeah, when I think about the tricking as a business, because I'm trying to grow a, a small business about the video production, about the photography, and I was trying to connect it with the uh, with the tricking. So I was thinking a lot. Uh, like daily for a few years, like, okay, I did a documentary, what next? Yeah. Let's take the, the music, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was only seven notes, but you can play a lot of stuff. In tricking and the business, there was like, for example, 40 notes. Like, you can try to build a business on the building a gym. You can be uh, the famous YouTube blogger. You can be the TikTok blogger. You know, there is a lot of notes we can uh, play with these simple ones. Yes, like uh, there is uh, a lot of melodies. There is a really a lot of songs you can play. Right. You can even play with uh, this, this and this. So... Uh, I was I was growing with the action movies, okay. Mm -hmm. I was growing with the bodybuilding uh, bodybuilding stuff in uh, on YouTube. Like okay. ten years ago, I was looking a lot of stuff about the fitness in Saint Petersburg okay. uh, because uh, there was something like <laughs> El Dorado <laughs> in Russia. Yes, uh, like there was a there was a way. There was a long, long way. Like bodybuilding, there was growing, 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 growing. After all, it becomes in Russia. After all, the guys uh, it, uh, just even thought, okay, there is a YouTube. There is a YouTube, and there is a social media for uh, spread their uh, share their ideas, like. Yeah. Ted, like Ted talks, you know. Uh, so um, after all, there was a group of fitness um, fitness coaches who uh, try to do their own YouTube blog. They try to sell their uh, like sell uh, sell online their uh, minds their their um, everything they can produce and especially the youtube video will helps to grow their costs right La 
like Conor McGregor did in the uh, UFC. So right, uh, right now I, I'm thinking about how to connect the business and uh, tricking is uh, just to start this wave about how bodybuilding was growing and how, uh, uh, how skateboarding was growing and other and, other and, I, and I get that and I think that's just it's just going to take time and I think it's just going to have to be like you have to do what you can to it and do what you and do what you feel will be worth it for the trickers and then you have to kind of market that out to the community and then at that point that's when you start seeing like okay what does the community ask for what do they want oh. what do they want to see more of and I think the more that you do that the easier it's going to be for you to connect it to the business and be able to kind of understand where it is that you want to go with it, you know? So I think, I think the more that you continue to do that, and I think it becomes, it be, you'll, you'll learn how to do, you'll learn how to connect it more as you go along. So let's uh, finish in our first podcast yeah, right. yeah, no, I- and, uh, and have like, a few more uh, and spend a few more minutes about the last question and uh, try to finish finish, right, out, finish it. it out. So uh, there is a piece of paper and it's like this. Uh, there is a lot of cells in the, in that. And for example, this is the tricking community. Like there is you, there is a Ilya, there is a Aiden Kennedy, and a lot of a lot of a lot of guys. Uh, but there is blank right now. But uh, there is you, 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 and like first generation, second generation, and it's history of tricking actually, uh-huh. because every single view is an action movie. Um, action movie actor in their own lives yes and every single uh man uh connects with like uh, for example there is you there is Ilya. uh you help to Ilya. Ilya helps to others right. and so on and so on and so on and everything as a co- everything is connected right like we are all connected in the world and we are the just people living in this world so and look at this. There is a lot of piece there's of papers. Of, there's also. a lot of blank pages. There's a lot of blank pages that have yet to be filled. Yes. And uh, when I was thinking about the actually business and uh, so on and so on, there is a lot of stuff we can do uh, together. Uh, we can collaborate. We can do like. And that's the thing. It's like Huge. There's, there's always going to be stuff for the tricking community to do and to collaborate with and to build on top of that story. Now it's more so just seeing where the next level of that goes to. And this is the kind of the beginning chapters of the new version or the new part of that same story. And, you know, yes. again, like I said, it's going to play off of the story before it. It's going to play off the story before that. It's going to take everything mm-hmm. that we had before that and add to what's going on now, as well as giving it a new version of life, a new breath of life. And I think that's going to be the most beautiful thing, because I think this is probably what going to be one of the like craziest chapters to, to see just in terms of like who comes up in yes. the, inside of this chapter. 
And, you know, uh, this is the very first uh, pilot podcast uh, right now we're building. Yep. And I was like, okay, the first one, we will just introduce ourselves. But there is a really complex, uh, <laughs> we, we, we complex went a few topic. We went with this one. But, you know, I mean, I think it, I think it went pretty, I still think it went fairly well. I think we, we kind of got into a few deep, different deep subjects. But I think it overall came around pretty well. This is the real good story we built. This is the history of chicken, actually. Actually, uh, like we do something that probably will helps to others to reach that idea that everything is possible. And this is I do too. And I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. So let's finish in all the all the stuff. My name is Vasily Tatarnikov. My name is Phil Conies, and, you know, this has been a great pilot podcast, and, you know, I, I, I feel like we can do, and hopefully we'll have, uh, you know, some more with, you know, some different people and some different guests. And, you know, thank you to everybody who has listened and stayed with us throughout this entire thing. Um, sure. We appreciate it. I appreciate it as well. And, yeah, I mean... You know, guys, until the next one, until the next one and stay happy, stay tricking, stay safe and stay healthy. Yep. See you guys. Thanks Thank you, for watching. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good Have day. Have a good sessions. Take care. Take care. <laughs>